let me start this one out. I want to say something kind of funny. Okay. Okay, we're starting over. Okay, welcome to this special and extra December episode of Slow Living Through the Seasons, where I've invited a very special guest onto my podcast today. So, Emma Kingsley, welcome. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> okay, so I thought... Um, you know, we're talking about slow living through the seasons and all the things that make the season. And uh, we've been chatting throughout the podcast in recent weeks about um, decorations and how to make things simpler and how to reduce the amount of stress and waste and all these things. So I, it, it occurred to me that Christmas trees are a really big part of this. So I thought we could get together and just talk about Christmas trees. Like, you know, what are the traditions culturally, personally, and how can we handle that in a more good dirt way, a more slow living through the seasons way? Well, it's an interesting topic. And I think that for many people, Christmas trees are non-negotiable. And um, for me personally, and maybe, you know, many who listen to this podcast, a real Christmas tree non-negotiable, a live one, you know, although of course, if you have allergies or whatever, that's understandable. Um, I don't know, no judgment. Everyone has their own reasons. But for me personally, you know, it's got to be real. And I don't know, lately, the past few years, definitely, I've gotten a lot more lax about it. I don't have kids. It's just me and my partner at the house. And you know, sometimes it can feel like a lot of money for a thing that's like a lot of work. <laughs> I don't know. Currently at this moment in time, I'm feeling very lukewarm about Christmas trees. We haven't gotten one yet, but that might just be because um, I've been so, so busy. This has not been a slow living season for me personally and for many reasons. But yeah, I was just thinking about that this morning. Like, haven't really been able to get into the Christmas spirit yet. So We'll see. And we're leaving town for a week around Christmas. So we won't even be here on Christmas and we'll be gone the week before. So I don't know. We might not even do one this year, which is crazy. How are you feeling about Christmas trees? Yeah. Um, well, it's like kind of like the whole reason I even thought to have this conversation is because I, I realized, you know, we're always saying pay attention to how you feel about a certain thing. Mm -hmm. And that's how you judge, you know, whether or not you want to include it or bother with it, you know, are you following just the the holiday rat race in jumping through the hoops or something? Or are you actually following an impulse that gives you delight and joy in this season? Mm -hmm. And I realized that for the last couple of years that bringing it into our home and watching it kind of dry up over the weeks and start to shed needles and and basically just kind of wither away didn't give me a great feeling. I didn't feel so good about that. And I always thought, well, for several years in the recent past, we've cut our tree down from this conservation area that we belong to. We're, so the, the trees are not treated and, um, you know, they're, they're, they're in all their natural shapes and they're, they're grown there to be cut down. So that's the purpose. So that was always kind of like, well, that's, you know, that's what they're for. And um, I just realized that didn't feel so good to, to literally cut a tree down, a live tree, and bring it home and let it die. So um, last year I thought, okay, well, I'm going to go to a lot, a Christmas tree lot, because those are already cut down and that's what they're grown for. They're grown in farms. 
and you know it's life is over anyway so might as well you know enjoy it for what it was raised to do so then you know I started looking around about Christmas trees and learning like you know how they're farmed and um, there's tons of chemicals used used it's like an, it's really like an industrial farming crop also you know you can't, can't be sure exactly what you're bringing into your house what kind of preservatives and all that kind of thing and so that wasn't feeling so great either. So this year I was like, I don't know what exactly I want to do. And, you know, talk to more and more people that are foregoing the tree and doing maybe a garland or, um, you know, a more elaborate table display where they can use lights and greenery and that sort of thing and fruits, wreaths, a lot of different alternatives and possibilities. And so in poking around, I kind of discovered a lot of things I didn't know about before. But anyway, before we got into that too much, I thought it would be fun to talk about any memories we have about Christmas trees or our own personal traditions. And since yours and mine certainly overlap <laughs> in your growing up period, what what do you remember about a Christmas tree? What is your joy in, in, in the tree tradition? Oh, they're the best. Just going to get it, decorating it, staring at it all season with all the lights. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like in this conversation, it makes me just think like a lot of things with Christmas that mm -hmm. with kids, it's so different. <laughs> so if you don't have like someone else that you are like trying to create magic for and you're really just like, I just want magic for myself or, you know, what's going to make you feel connected to the season? That is, it's interesting to, th to think about, oh, maybe I don't have to cut a tree down and bring it into my house, you know, mm -hmm. or maybe, yeah, maybe we just don't this year and we, we do other, we put greenery around and maybe, or maybe we have a super small tree. The little tiny ones at Whole Foods are, are really tempting. I was thinking I might just get one of those, like a little tabletop tree, but yeah, I know the memories are just so, you just can't, I can't even imagine as a kid, like no Christmas tree. So I don't know. It's different. Is it just like a kid adult thing? I'm not sure. Well, I'm like you, like as a child, I, I cannot imagine like my mom saying, oh, we're not going to do a tree yeah. this year. It's too much trouble. I mean, no, that would have, you know, really, really taken away from Christmas magic in a major way. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I've brought that in, into my own feelings mm -hmm. around the holiday I want that magic in my house and so I've been thinking this year you know what are some ways I can bring the magic in without bringing that bad feeling about all the things associated with Christmas trees you know we've there are the problems with the real trees that we've just talked about and certainly plastic trees although I will say for the record we we had a plastic we had a fake tree for a couple of years the uh, the last couple of years that we were in Georgia oh <gasps> Oh, what, you know what, you're right. Someone gave us one. Yeah, or something where you were like, it's too, you know, there's kind of like these cycles of like the real tree. And then on right. the other side of it is like, yeah, if you have a plastic tree that, sure, it's plastic, but you're reusing it from year to year to year to year. So it's just one and you're not, you know, killing a tree every time. Like there's no argument to be made for that. <laughs> so yeah, maybe that feels much more sustainable to you, in which case, great. <laughs> you know what? Okay. First of all, you're right. I had forgotten, like, the last couple of years we were in Georgia. Someone had given it. Someone had this great big 
artificial tree as I remember it was given to us I don't, I don't do you remember, remember how we acquired it but I do remember that you were like we're gonna try this because it's just feels a little bit more doable you know it's funny that you should remind me of that I'd totally forgotten of that but it was big and you had to get a ladder and stick the things in the the grooves and all and yeah. you're right it did seem like a more sustainable option in a lot of ways it is like if if you you know go online and read about the sustainability of Christmas trees, you're going to get all, you know, all these arguments one way or the other. And, and yes, you know, the artificial Christmas tree you can use for years and years and years. Um, but there's still tons of issues with it. The materials, you know, the plastic, the microplastics, the, um, this disposability of it is, you know, has to go in a landfill. There's nowhere else for it to go. Um, but you know, that's the same with real trees too. Most of them, only a very small fraction of them get actually composted or, or you know, used in, in a way that's anything other than being thrown in the landfill. And you know what happens in the landfill. So we always put ours out on the yard and set it up and um, to catch snow and for the birds to eat on and that sort of thing, which is really sweet for a few months. But there always comes a time when, you know, you need to do something else with it. We usually chop ours up and compost it. But then I worry about, ooh. You know, is there something sprayed on the tree that's not going to be good in the compost? You know, I don't know. So th there's all kinds of questions, and it's just it's just such a widespread practice. Um, so I just think it's interesting to think about all the aspects of all the choices. Mm -hmm. And I've we've tried almost all of them. To your point, at live tree. And then I don't, you were really little when we did the live tree that was planted, and you know bring it in pot and all and decorate it and then afterwards um go out and put it in the yard oh I do you remember, remember that, that by any chance no that sounds heavy <laughs> it was so heavy it was really 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 hard yeah and then the tree didn't make it yeah you know which is not surprising you're you know for four weeks it's got lights hanging on it and anyway there <laughs> it's you know, there's, there's issues with all of these things. So anyway, I was, uh, looking around and I, I, I got some ideas that I hadn't thought of before, or I saw some things, some alternative ideas. And again, what we always say is, you know, we're here to inform and to get you thinking and to get you, uh, kind of tuning into how, you feel about a certain thing and what you want to, what decision you want to make about it based on, you know, the things that you know, and, uh, and it's your choice as to how to proceed. So anyway, so there are these conservation places that will grow, a tr grow the trees. Like I said, a few minutes ago, we belong to one where you can go out every year and pick your tree and cut cut it down because that's what it's there for. Okay. There's that option. And then you don't, you're not getting all the industrial farming substances and all that kind of thing that comes with the this giant commercial growers. And those trees have been cut down for probably weeks by the time you get them. So they're well on their way out. And then of course, the thing where you, you know, you have a live tree and you lug it home and you, it's in, it's planted in a pot and you decorate it and you check it out and you plant it. So I've told you my experience with that. <laughs> so we never did that again. It didn't feel like the right thing. But I saw on the internet, there are places, not many, but in some places in the country where you can rent a real tree from a garden center. Hmm. 
And so they come in and deliver it. And, you know, you decorate it, and then they come get it after, and they take it away and take care of it. So what do you think of that? I thought that was really cool. Yeah, sounds like as long as the labor of yeah it around. <laughs> so I was interested to see that option. I don't think it's very widespread. Um, it's very, very regional. But, you know, if you live in a major metropolitan area, there might be a place that does it. Certainly a place that does it for offices, I would think. Also saw something I really loved. There are these trees that you can buy that are made of either all wood or all metal and it's just like a, a stand you know with the center pole and the, the branches oh like a fake yeah. tree but it's not plastic exactly but in a and you That's put your own cool. greenery on it you know it's just like a frame like a kind of a skeletal version of a tree and you can do what you want on it and I thought oh I'm gonna try one of those next year I saw one somewhere that I really liked it was all metal and it, it, it was cute, you know, and that can be like a really nice kind of minimalist Christmassy look. And you can hang ornaments or do, you know, attach any kind of greens you want on there, put a star on top, whatever. So you said you haven't decided what to do this year yet. Your plans are still uncertain. Haven't decided. The, the date of recording this, it is December 7th. So we're one week into December. When this comes out, it'll probably be another week. Right. So, yeah, it might not happen. We might do no Christmas tree. Well, you want to hear what I've decided to do? Yes. I've done it, actually, already. I got a bucket, and I put a bunch of rocks in it, and I went outside, and I trimmed. I trimmed the holly bush that's loaded with berries this year, juniper. I guess it was just those two that I used and got, you know, good long branches. And, you know, these these bushes, pruning them. It's good for them, actually. Mm -hmm. So I selected, you know, straight branches and placed them in the bucket to kind of replicate a Christmas tree shape. And it turned out pretty well. It turned out really well, actually. That's cool. So I have cut branches in a bucket of water um, supported by rocks Mm -hmm. so they're not flopping over. Trim it up a little bit and it looks good. It really does look good. It's not exactly the same vibe, I have to admit, but I'm just trying it out. I'm just trying it out and see how it feels. You know, I yeah. want that that warm, twinkly feeling like, you know, you're sitting there at night by the fire. You want, you want that. I, yeah. I'm not ready to let go of that quite yet. I think if it was another year and definitely, definitely if slash when there's kids around there will be Christmas trees. Just feeling particularly just, like, not in the holiday spirit this year. I don't know why. Um, Probably, too, just not slow living. Um, But we do have a elementary school nearby that sells Christmas trees, and they're definitely, like, industrial farmed Christmas trees. Oh, yeah. It's nearby, and you can walk and bring the tree home. And so I think that's probably what we would do because it supports the elementary school. You know, you have your reasons for doing things. Um, And then if I lived somewhere else, I would probably go cut one. And I might, you know, I might be, like, really discerning about what I cut. Like, I might cut something that maybe it's already kind of dead or something. I don't know. Or maybe it it looks weird. Or maybe it's not actually – maybe it's a big invasive plant or something. And kind of do what what you did, which is kind of shape it into a, you know – 
I'm all about the like weird looking Christmas tree. I think that's cool. Well, there are instances where, you know, in a wild area that it's good to call. I mean, there, yeah. there, there are times when it's really not inappropriate to take a tree out. But that's a pretty kind of rarefied instance. And you have to sort of know what you're doing and where to go. And, you know, that's not the common practice that, of course, you know, mm-hmm. the hugely widespread thing to do is to go to one of these big lots and, and get something that, um, yeah, has been commercially farmed and not to knock that at some people's livelihoods, not to take that away at all. But like all of the industrial systems that we talk about on here, there are things to know and there are choices that you can make with regards to to your goals in a sustainable lifestyle and again circling back to how you feel about things yourself so it's just worth thinking about I think and worth talking about and knowing that you and I are both kind of in a gray area on it as we speak and don't worry Emma it's still early in okay this season you have time to get the spirit you'll have to come over here and look at my Christmas bush yeah (laughs) Definitely. I think so, you know, um, this time, so I work at a school, which is part of why I've been so busy. And I also tutor outside of school. So I think in the school, in school land, this time is just so like the kids are extra, you know, crazy before break and there's so much to cram in and just the energy of like early December is just a lot. So I think I might just be feeling that. I think you and are. then maybe mid December when it when school lets out I can I can finally get in the Christmas mood. I feel like the Grinch a little bit, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to look at those things and say, Why do you feel like a Grinch and what yeah. <laughs> do you want to do about it, if anything? <laughs> exactly. Well, we certainly are wishing you listeners all of the the Christmas holiday spirit, however you're celebrating. Um, and that you're able to find and make beauty around you in a way that feels good. And yeah, we'd love to hear all of your thoughts and ideas about these things or anything else that you're thinking about in regards to sustainability around the holidays. I'd like to invite anybody, any of you that have kids and you've decided against the Christmas tree thing. I'd be curious to hear about that. Like, uh, what are you doing instead? You know, if, if indeed you even celebrate this season in this way, I think it'd be interesting for people to hear about alternatives with children when you, you do want to create the holiday atmosphere in your home. But um, because of all these things we bring up, you've decided to do something else. Be really curious about that. Yeah. So, Emma, thank you for being my guest on Slow Living Through the Seasons. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. It's great. It looks great in here. <laughs> Good job. (laughs) All right. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we'll be back on the good dirt next week. All right. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye.